0: Hey Hey, y'all, welcome to NOLA HOTS, a podcast to raise awareness about congenital heart defects and discuss resources about CHD and some other stuff.
1: We're just two heart mamas doing this for heart mamas. Our dads, grandmas, aunts, friends, whoever may want to listen. That's Susan Oakland. And that's Lana Stevens. And you feel like we've got a lot to say. We have a lot to say. (laughs) I'm, I'm struggling with that March is almost over. I know. And that Easter is approaching, and that but you know it is approaching also. <laughs> no more school.
0: Yes, no, but that's not close enough. We still have. All, well, I could smell it. I know, but we're I, we I have, can we're about to. smell it. Get the thick we're of it. in the
1: in the home stretch, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. And March has been March crazy. Madness.
0: We call it March Madness here at, at the Nola Hots podcast
1: <laughs> because it is. We've done the gala, yeah, finally, but it's been a successful month. Yes, but parades and yeah all the things cabbage and the
0: things and the Irish talk about why they don't let us
1: get lemons potatoes and other things anymore. Why are they not rounding on our produce? What's happening? I need to know the story behind it.
0: I don't know, but I am so intrigued on the amount of people who have their panties in a wad, shall I say, about it? Oh, yeah. I think it's dumb. Don't get me wrong. It is dumb, but
1: people are. I mean, I think it's because of the humming and the danger. Like you can't hum a cabbage. You kind of like toss or drop it. But also. Whereas people use those lemons and potatoes like a baseball.
0: But they didn't ban oranges, Susan.
1: Oh, true. This is true. So,
0: what happened there? I don't know.
1: Okay. I don't know. I was trying um, to help him out, but I, I can't now. Yeah. We lost that. I right need. An, if you're out there listening yep. and you know the answer, please email Lana and I <laughs> so that we know what's going on. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. So, um, we have a guest today who is not from Louisiana. She's from Texas. But um, all of her family is from here, and um, her family members actually knew Susan and I, and so they reached out to us and said, you got to contact this kid. She's amazing. And um, so she's in Texas. She is a teen congenital heart defect patient. Her name is Peyton, and she is working on a pretty big project. Um, She's in the thick of it right now. She's probably about to finish up her eight-week Um, campaign that she's been working with uh, American Heart Association on. So um, let's hear what she has to say about why CHD awareness is important to her and, um, you know, everything she's trying to do for the community.
1: I love it. Let's do it.
0: All right. Well, welcome to Peyton Bono for joining us today. Hi, Peyton. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pleasure to be on here. Yes. And where are you calling from today?
2: I am calling from Dallas, but my family's from New Orleans, so okay. spiritually, I'm there with y'all.
0: Spiritually, <laughs> you are a New Orleans girl. Do you spend a lot of time? Have you spent a lot of time here?
2: Not enough, but <laughs> as much as I can.
1: It's never enough. It's have never you enough. always been in Dallas, or were you here and then moved?
2: i uh, always been in Dallas. My dad was the one that was born in New Orleans. Okay, okay,
1: okay. gotcha.
2: Um, all right, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um you know, if, you, if you're comfortable telling us how old you are and what your heart defect is. Yeah, so I am. My name is Peyton, obviously. Um, I'm 17 years old. I have a congenital heart defect called tricuspid atresia. And that is in kind of technical less terms. Basically, I don't have half of my heart that's working right. And so uh, the part of my heart that pumps... Um, Blood to my body is also doing it for my lungs, working double time. And this past few four weeks or so, I have been working to raise $50,000 for the American Heart Association as part of their Teen of Impact campaign.
0: That's incredible. That's okay. So um, let's backtrack because I want to hear more about the campaign, but let's talk a little bit more about you. When, um, When were you diagnosed? Was it after birth or was it when your mom was pregnant or...
2: Um, I was diagnosed after birth. Um, the doctors say that they should have caught it in the um, pregnancy stages, but I came out with a really weird flap going from about my, or like this weird, like, r- like you ever sneeze too hard and rupture a blood vessel in your eye? Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of looked like from my uh, navel to about halfway through my chest. Of, oh, it wow. was just a really weird thing that the doctors were like, this is something that we have to investigate. So before I was even named, they whisked me off and it didn't take them super long to figure it out that I had tricuspid atresia. Wow. I had two surgeries, one okay. when I was five months old and one when I was two years old. It was the um, Fontan and the Hemifontan surgeries up at the University of Michigan Mott's Hospital. Okay. And um, since then, I've been living with the side effects. I've been going to a yearly cardiology appointments, trying to get answers about my body. Okay.
1: So what are some of the side effects? I don't know a lot about yeah, I don't this particular defect. So what are some of the side effects to it? And will you need more surgeries in the future?
2: The surgeries part, I'd like to know that, too. I, uh, you know. It's funny because we often say that about our own kids. Well, we'd love to know. But we'd yeah, I know. You
1: know
2: love it if they could tell me. Uh, <laughs> they say that I look in the clear, but who knows? Um, but for my side effects, uh, it's pretty much the sa- standard for congenital heart defects. I have heat strokes and weather-related symptoms just Really easily makes living in this Texas heat pretty horrible. Um, Especially in the summer of uh, football games, I'll have to tie ice packs around my neck and my ankles and put frozen grapes into my tote bag before I can walk into the stadium, just because I really need to keep my body cool at all times. Um, My heart rate can't go past about 115. So when I'm exercising, my heart will just kind of hit a wall. And I won't be able to go over that. So that makes me short of breath really easily. I can't run or kind of jump and play as other teenagers can. And I get really uh, winded really easily, even just on regular things, especially in the summer when that's coupled with the heat stroke stuff means that like a simple walk around the block could leave me just completely immobilized. Wow. I'm sensitive to altitude. Um, but that's cool. I'm always been a beach person anyway. (laughs) And, um, and other than that, it's just sometimes just the occasional, um, heart pain or, um, I need, I take, um, I take aspirin and medication for it. So there's some symptoms from there. Like my, they have to keep my blood really thin so that I don't have a stroke. because my blood isn't flowing the way it should through my heart. Okay. And so that means that if I scratch myself on the face, it's likely that there's gonna be a cut, even with my super short nails. Yeah. Um, if there's a mosquito bite, you can expect that I'll be bleeding out on the floor in like two minutes <laughs> and I won't even notice. It just gushes out. Yeah. Um, it's super annoying. <laughs> um, but other than that, just kind of the run of the mill congenital heart defect stuff.
0: Do you feel like growing up with a heart defect, and I say growing up, um, you're almost grown up now, Um, do you feel like growing up with a a heart defect was difficult, or do you feel like it's kind of made you who you are, or what's that experience like?
2: I think that a lot of people who are able-bodied try to condense like chronic illnesses or uh, disabilities into narratives, and I try not to do that with my own heart condition. I feel like I just kind of grow up, um, and it also happened to be there. I happened to grow up in this house. I happened to grow up in this neighborhood. I happened to grow up with a congenital heart defect. And while the while it was sometimes lonely, and it was sometimes, um, and it was it was very um a big big responsibility to be the only advocate for my health at such a young age because we don't know a lot of people with congenital heart defects and we know no one with tricuspid atresia my family and it was at times really scary to not have the answers about my body that everyone else seems to have Mm -hmm. I don't know how long I'll live I don't know if I'll be able to get pregnant Mm -hmm. I don't know if um I don't know if I'll need more surgeries all of these things kind of made for a more complicated childhood, but it also brought a lot of joy, I think, especially lately when I've been able to share my story and bring to and meet a ton of people just like y'all who are experienced in the heart community and try to spread the word about taking care of your body. I think that's just so important. So it's it's just kind of a twofold thing. I think that I am who I am because of it, but yeah. I also think that, and I view it as a disability, but I don't really know if I would have um, changed it just because of how much I've learned and growth from it.
0: It's funny that you say that because a lot of people that we've talked to, um, my daughter being one of them, I, that's one of the statements she has said is that it's difficult, but I don't know. I don't think I would ever change it just because it kind of makes you who you are. So tell us a little bit about your connection to the. Um, American Heart Association. Susan and I have both um, done some small things you know, over the years since our kids have been born um, partnering with the Heart Association. So I'd love to hear more about the campaign you're working on and what brought you to it.
2: Yes. Yeah, so in May of this year, I got an email from a team at the American Heart Association saying that I had been selected to potentially participate in a challenge called the Teen of Impact Challenge. And this is basically a nationwide competition in which I'm competing with 30 other teens in my region to raise the most money and awareness for heart conditions and for strokes and heart attacks and just heart health. Um and so I have been working on this 8 week competition since February 4th. It ends on April 6th. So we're like right at the halfway mark and I am aiming to break the record with $50,000. It's just been really cool. I've um, met some of the guys who are funding research into how to make better echocardiograms. And I have met some people who have survived a lot of different kinds of heart attacks and strokes. And I've met uh, parents of people who have kids like me with heart conditions and with heart defects. And it's just been Such a wonderful immersion into this community because just before this, I I really was cut off from these resources. And I didn't, I I knew that they were there. I just didn't know how to access them. Mm -hmm. And now I'm both able to do something that I'm really passionate about, which is raise money for the organization that's like actively saving my life and funding the technology that's saving my life. And making sure that the medicines are staying at a price where I can afford them for the rest of my life, et cetera. And also being able to meet so many awesome people and just become more interconnected with this community.
1: It's awesome. Yeah,
2: it's awesome. I didn't hear about that campaign.
0: No, I didn't either. But I wonder I if it's only, it. if only, it's only around in, Dallas. Yeah, is it just a Texas? So,
2: um it's kind of the way that they work it is they have different directors in different parts of the mm-hmm. country so our region is like region. Uh, texas arkansas definitely oklahoma definitely like colorado just like the mm-hmm. southwest region of the united states i don't think louisiana is included in that yeah i
0: think that they um, some like, be a region yeah, but is,
2: okay. i know that there are like city-wide competitions there's a uh-huh um palm beach teen of impact and there is a new york city teen of impact and that's like the longest running run and so what i have to do is i have to basically win my region and i'm not even competing with the other teams of impact around the country i'm just competing with with the 30 people that they found from mostly texas but a few outlying states gotcha huh So how can people that maybe are listeners
0: that might want to get involved and support you, where can they find more information on that? Do you have like a social media page or a website?
2: Yes. uh, I would love if anyone would follow me at Peyton underscore four underscore hearts. That's P-E-Y-T-O-N underscore F-O-R underscore H-E-A-R-T-S. Or if you want to donate directly, I would absolutely be so appreciative that you just text Peyton, T-O-I, to 51555. P-E-Y, T-O-N, T-O-I, to 51555. And just any and all donations are so appreciated.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you, what are some of the things you're doing to raise funds for this competition?
2: Yeah, we've had most of our big events pass. Uh, right now, we're kind of in the closing stretch. So I'm just calling if up people that have got... One or year, two
0: months. No, oh, two months. Oh, they asked you last year. I'm sorry, I missed that part. Okay, eight
2: weeks, two months. Um, so, awesome. um, I could not do this for more than eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have yard signs. We have shirts that we're selling. They're all around okay. the neighborhood. Um, and we've got hats. Uh, Then at the beginning of the campaign, we partnered with Kendra Scott. We had a give back day at that store, and we were able to raise $2,000 from 20% of sales just in three hours of business, which was really exciting. Um, Then we had a heart walk with the community. you all likely know about the American Heart Association. They have an annual um, national walk where you walk for heart awareness. We just decided to make a community event. It was really wonderful. About 300 people showed up outside of the YMCA and just walked two miles. And uh, we had some great music, and it was just really fun. Uh, then just this Saturday on March 4th, I um, partnered with six really wonderful local artists at a institute called uh, Zen Art. And we have art on sale, and it's just some really awesome pieces, we had an opening night, and so that's going to display through out March 31st. And so if anyone is looking for art, I encourage them to follow at ZMAAI, which is where a lot of the art pieces are on display. That stands for Zed Music and Arts Institute. And uh, we can probably find a way to get it out to y'all in New Orleans, (laughs) but it's just, and so 50% of the sales from all of that art go to the American Heart Association. Uh, Then kind of starting from now, we're going to figure out our next steps. Uh We almost are at our $40,000 mark. Wow. So that wow. was going to be
0: my next question. Like, how close are That's you so to you? me? We're
2: excited. We're we're kind of in the closing stretch, so we're just going to. Is that of- is that all you, Peyton,
0: or is that a team you're with, or?
2: I have a team of classmates that I have do my blunt work. Like, Everyone get over here. You're going to fold shirts for three hours. And Here's 10 signs. Go put them around your neighborhood. And Smart, smart um, leadership. Yeah. I, I mobilize them for service hours. That's awesome. And, um, but other than that, it's been me and my mom has been just such a huge help during it. And it has been a crazy, exhausting, really fun last four weeks, and um the next four weeks, I'm hoping will be just as fruitful.
0: That's awesome. well, we are excited for you, and we're really proud of you. that's a really big that's amazing. undertaking for
2: for it's a teenager,
0: Because I'm sure you're busy. are you a junior or a senior I am yes, okay, so you're you're starting to do college research and all the I know how that crazy schedule goes and trying to keep those um
2: testing scores high and you're trying to make fifty thousand dollars for uh, i'm not even thinking about it until the campaign is over i don't I do blame sticks. you i don't blame i you. have the campaign over i do prom and then i can start like <laughs> making a list and what are my safeties and i'm not even touching it it's like a gross oh little no. worm <laughs> Well, thank you
0: so much for joining us and sharing your story. Now, Susan, do you want to ask our last question that we always
1: ask everybody on our yes. podcast? So um, I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts, but at the end of every episode, we ask everybody the same questions. So if you had one piece of advice to give to another CHD patient or the parent of a CHD patient, what would it be?
2: I mean, I guess if they found this podcast and they're already finding a community, but find people that uh not only will sympathize with you but will understand it makes such a huge difference if anyone has any questions about any conge- uh, any congenital heart defect related thing i'd be happy to answer and y'all would be happy to answer of your experiences and just this is, this is just such a community of people who are trying to lift each other up in the face of some really scary diagnoses and just find them and reach out and call Column and say I'm scared and hear them just say what their experience is. I was scared for so long and I was lonely in my heart condition for so long. But I don't have to be alone. We live in an age of digital social media. You yeah. you have the ability to type in congenital heart defect into Twitter and find right. what pops up. Right, like it's so important to do that and. If you're here, then congratulations. You've already done it.
0: That's awesome. I love awesome. that piece of advice. And I, I have know. to say it's very we've we've heard that same um theme throughout uh, a lot of our guests' answers is find your people. I feel like that should be
1: <laughs> I feel like that should be tagline. a new tagline. New
0: tagline. Find your people. people.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, well, Peyton Well, thank for you so much, us. Peyton. It was, it was great to you. Yes.
0: Love chatting with you.
1: All right. Thanks, Peyton. Very she, inspirational. Again. She was
0: very inspirational. She has more together at 17 than I ever did, huh?
1: Um, I was thinking that she has more together than the three children <laughs> together. <laughs> I was actually
0: thinking she has more together than I do at 44.
1: <laughs> I do. It's, I feel about her like I did about when we interviewed the Colby yeah, wine. Yeah, the wine guy. Like, like you're making like, us look
0: bad. Yeah, You
1: at 21 make me look bad mm-hmm. at 45.
0: Yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs>
1: You know, these are pe- people like
0: this make strive to do better. Make us strive to do better.
1: And I love it. I love that she's so driven. to yeah, get it done. She is smart little girl.
0: Anyway, thanks for um, sharing. She is doing a lot of amazing work. And some of the things that she mentioned fundraiser wise, um, you can follow her on her Instagram, which is Peyton underscore four underscore Hearts. Um, and she has all kind of pictures and different idea and different things that she's done for the campaign. I mean, I feel like eight weeks of. It's That's like intense. a marathon. It's a marathon of fundraising for eight weeks.
1: Especially when it's like during school. Yes. And, you know, it's not like the summertime Yeah. Or...
0: I wonder if you could do it during the summer. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that seems like
0: more of a doable. But yeah. she's, she's impressing us. Anyway, thanks again, Peyton, for Very impressive. Us. If you would like to share your personal story like Peyton or any other of our guests, um, please feel free to do so. You can contact us at nolahotts at gmail.com. Um, You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hots. Listen on all of the different podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review us, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Pandora.
1: We're looking forward to the next episode. Don't forget, no judgment here. It's all about survival. Cheers.
0: Cheers!